Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we are doing a full recap and takeaway treasure trove of the forward event that Candace and I both attended last weekend on the date of this recording in Vegas. And I also just want to caveat this is real quick. I'm already going off script. When you tell somebody that you're going to Vegas for a work trip, they're like, oh, work, work trip. It's fake. I'm like, no, it really is a work trip. I got off the plane the same time Candace got off her plane. And then we were like, okay, Uber to the hotel, outfit change, dinner, networking. I mean, every minute. Yeah, it was nonstop. And it was. this little introverted heart was <sighs> exhausted when I got home. Truly. So that's just like my little caveat. When somebody tells you they're going to Vegas for work, I mean, at least anytime I've been in Vegas for work, I'm like, it's work mode, y'all. So totally. having said that, we had a ton of fun. And we're going to be recapping all of our impressions, perspectives, takeaways, things learned. So let's dive right in. I don't even know yeah. where to begin. Should we tell people what Forward is? Because yep. sometimes they may not know. Yes. I I think we should first say thank you so much mm. to Neil Dingra, who puts on the event. Yeah. This is the third year. And just for a little bit of context, his first year, he held an event in San Diego, mm-hmm. right by my house. Yes. I got to go to it, connected with some amazing people there. There were 75 people there. Mm-hmm. This was three years ago. Last year, I believe it was around 700 attendees. It was, yep. And this year, I think it's a 1,000. Don't quote me, but that's, I think, how many people were there this weekend, which is an incredible amount of people. Mm -hmm. And what I love about this is that truly forward feels like an actual community. Mm. Not just an event that you attend and meet a bunch of strangers, but an event that you plan annually to meet people that you already have relationships with, whether they're from Clubhouse, whether they are from Instagram, Mm -hmm. whether you listen to each other's podcasts. Like There are so many amazing, incredible humans who are out there doing the damn thing, Mm -hmm. who are part of this forward community. And I think that's what makes it different and special than probably most of the events that you attend. So shout out to Neil, who is just putting on this amazing event, who he's committed so much time, energy, money, effort, heart, literally, like you can feel the the care that he puts into putting on this event. And if you all want to support, you can check uh, out their Instagram. It's forward.usa on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a ton of the recap reels. They're, they do an incredible job of collecting and gathering content from the event and sharing it after the fact to keep their community engaged and constantly be sharing you know, I know this word is overused, but sharing value, sharing really helpful information for people who want to explore content creation and using more of that in their business to build true lasting relationships. So I just want to say that follow forward.usa, check them out, follow Neil Dingra. I think it's Neil Holmes actually on Instagram. Yeah, Neil Home, singular, I think. Neil Home, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. That's going to be a good in for you to kind of gather more context. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And this was my second time going. And I love that you talked about the sense of community because I mean, on top of being an introvert, when I'm in a new space, it can be really overwhelming for me at first. Once I get warmed up, like watch out, I'll just talk your ear off all day long. But at first I'm still always just a little, a little self-conscious. Honestly, it still happens. It pops up. But comparing my experience going last year versus this year, I mean, wildly different getting to see the people that maybe we've seen on like virtual coffee chats or we've seen them on trainings or they've even visited like where I am in DC and they visited where you are in San Diego or you've gone up to San Francisco because I know you did that that workshop up in yeah. um, SF a couple months ago. Two now. Two, yes. yes, there we go. Yeah. And it's just really nice when you are an entrepreneur and there is a place for you to go where other people understand all of the crazy delusions amazing vision casting ideas that you have for yourself in your business, you don't feel alone anymore. You feel very seen. And the only drawback is that they all don't live in my city, but I'll hop on a plane to go visit them. (laughs) Yeah, that's also the beauty of it, right? Is that now you are connected across the nation and even beyond Mm -hmm. because of this event and because of the community that has been created there. Yeah. I think that, you know, something that you and I were talking about with this event specifically is because we are now making it part of our annual plan. Like we know we will be at forward next year. Hands down. And we also are staying connected in between events with all of the people that we've met. It's really impacted how we are communicating at these events Mm -hmm. because we're not going there trying to pass out our business card to as many people as possible, right? We are just literally connecting with friends. Mm -hmm. And one thing that Kat and I noticed is that we launched Not Nice Clever in September, so Mm -hmm. about two months after the last Forward event. And the impact that our podcast had on our recognition at the event is wild, y'all. You wouldn't even believe how many people stopped Kat and I and said, oh my gosh, I love your podcast and told us about an episode that they loved or a part of it or that they're an introvert too. Mm -hmm. Like people actually listen and people actually consume the content that y'all are creating Mm -hmm. and you can have those types of conversations because of the content that you create you're just not doing it consistently so I want to encourage you to do it because it does matter and it makes an impact Mm -hmm. yeah I think that was the the craziest thing but it helped me because breaking the ice is so hard and I feel like we all feel that like, oh my gosh, I could never reach out to that person. I could never like send that email. I could never make that intro. But if you listen to us talk and share about our thoughts on business, our thoughts on life, pop culture, share details about our relationships, our pets, like it gives, it breaks down that barrier of feeling like you don't know us. Like maybe we're too cool for school and we're not, we are, but we're not like truly like we're, we're regular people. We, you know, honestly, like the consistency of showing up is easier when you're doing it in partnership, which is why I'm grateful that like you and I are doing this together. And it's just so gratifying, like a year of work. Like we've been at this almost, yeah. no, we have been at this a year because we did our photo shoot, the original photo shoot in June of 2022. It It was June. It was up in Soho and we were like running around Soho at 6am with Curtis, our our fantabulous photographer, which by the way, if you are in Soho and need a brand photographer, Curtis Brown is fantastic. 
but it's just wild to see the growth in a year and then to hear the impact we're having on people when really I don't feel like what we're doing is even that special because or is it I don't know it just this is just conversations we would have anyway right yes like Kat and I got in the uber you know we don't see each other that often in person so for those of you listening we we rarely see each other in person like a few times a year yeah let's say like three times a year if we're lucky right Yeah, that's good and we got in the uber and of course we're just catching up on everything we're on our way to resorts world and we're just talking about clients and dreams and goals yeah. and like literally anything under the sun. And we're like, oh my gosh, this sounds like a not nice clever episode. We should be recording right I now. Know. <laughs> because every conversation that we have, whether it's a phone call or, you know, or Instagram DMs mm-hmm. or whatever, Kat and I are talking about this same shit. Yeah. And so that's what I think the beauty of our podcast is, is just us talking about things we're already working on, things we're already thinking, things we're already struggling with, mm-hmm. things we've figured out, whatever happens to be anyhow. So it's really nice that I just get to hang out with my friend and then people are impacted by our conversations. And I'm not saying that because I'm like, Not Nice Clever is the coolest podcast ever, though it's like getting there. It is. I'm saying it because I want you to create content so that you have these easy ends with people. Mm-hmm. Because I'll give you an example, our, fr- our new friend, Brittany Hood. Mm. Um, she sent me an Instagram DM and she was like, Hey Candace, like, I don't even remember if she listened to the podcast, but she was like, Hey Candace, you know, I've been following you or something like that. And I would love to have lunch with you. Oh yeah. Right. And, and I was like, or coffee. And I was like, okay, I can't make coffee. Like I already have plans, but lunch. Yeah. She was like, absolutely. She met us for lunch and we had like a great time at lunch talking to her, her teammates. Some of her teammates are starting a podcast, which is really cool to mm-hmm. be able to have that conversation. And during the conversation, she was like, I'm so glad that I reached out to you. I had to have a couple shots of tequila before I yes. got the courage to shoot you a DM. Oh my gosh. And then the moment she said that, I was like, oh my gosh, you're a tequila girl. So am I. Spicy marks all the way. <laughs> and then they were like, oh my God. Like, however, the one takeaway that I, one of them that I do want to share, it, it gets me how people get in their head about reaching out to people that they see and meet online. But I'll share this in a little bit because I want to, I want you to finish your thought. But I was totally guilty of that. And I'm totally going to like share this full story. Yes. But finish your thought first. No, no, no. And I, I'm just really want to encourage you because even when Kat and I are like, is this making an impact? Yeah. Or like, are, are we getting to the right people? Are we in front of the right people? Are we having the right conversations? Even if we're thinking that on the back end, when we get to go to a place where people literally say, hey, you sharing this made a difference. We're like, we're, we're doing it. We're doing exactly what we set out to do. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I want you to take away from this is that that's possible for you too. Like Kat said earlier, it's like not because Kat and I are like special humans, although we all are, but there's nothing different about us except we're out here doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. We are. I think on one of our earlier episodes, which it's a great one. If you are newer to our podcast, I recommend like swiping back and following it. It was um, talking about imposter syndrome. And I think it was maybe a mini episode that we did because it was a question submitted by one of our listeners. And I have reframed imposter syndrome as like a growth signal. Like, oh, I'm pushing Mm. the edges of my comfort zone. I'm growing. I'm like outgrowing my former self, like a pair of jeans, right? And I need to go get a new fancy pair of jeans or a leather jacket. And so one of the speakers that we saw, there were so many incredible speakers, which again, shout out to Neil Dingra for getting all of those people there, because I'm sure Every single person that he got to speak at Forward has a million opportunities, a million people like reaching out. But I guarantee you, none of them are as relentless and as persistent and as like 
heart-filled as like Neil is, he said that he had to send 50 individual follow-ups, right, to get Jetsy Itzler, which yeah. Jetsy Itzler, oh, oh my, my our souls were transported during that speech. I I literally told my friend that it was I told Giselle uh-huh. I was like I think he's like the best speaker I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, like I'm pretty sure. And he had like got like the setup if you can imagine was he walks up on stage and he used to be a rapper. Like he used to be a rap artist, so he's doing like this almost spoken <laughs> word thing and then he's got sound effects with his DJ like that are like dropping at certain parts of the speech and then he like jumped off the stage and was like running through the audience. I mean, just incredible it was theatrical for sure it was yeah it was and Mm -hmm. impactful so many amazing speakers but the first speaker that kicked off the first day was this creator and educator named chris doe out of la and one thing that i've always struggled with i don't know if you have candace but as i've like when i was starting to get into speaking and then as i speak still now i feel like there's this journey of developing your speaker identity like how oh, do you, yeah. how you show up on stage, like what's your show up routine? What are your mannerisms? What flow of like speech works for you? What's your energy? And I've always been surrounded or at least the most notable speakers that I know are usually men and they just have a different delivery system. And I want to like surround myself with people who have different speaking styles. And when Chris Doe got up on stage and he was like, he's like, all right, y'all. He's like, I got my slides. He's like, we're doing this. Let's go. And he was just, he wasn't theatrical, but he was no right. less impactful and insightful and like mm-hmm. everybody was taking pictures of his slides like every single slide they'd be like "Ooh, that taking one taking notes Ooh, that yep. one right and yep. so i turned to can well and i should say christo's walkout song to the presentation was sunflower by post malone which is the theme song for into the spider verse and i think it's been a while since i made a marvel reference so now i'm like Oh, have a renewed sense. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a huge Marvel nerd. It's coming. Yeah, yeah it, it will at some point. But he he threaded through as part of his presentation, like Marvel references throughout. And it was so genius because it like took the audience on a journey as he was going through his ethos on like branding and marketing. And then I turned to Candace and I was like, I was like, we got to get Chris Doe on the podcast. And she, we, we didn't know who he was, right? Like that was the first time you had. Well, I knew who he was. Oh, you knew who he was? You I didn't know, know who, who he was. was. Yes. So then, so then Candace pulls up his Instagram and she points and he's got like 937,000 followers. I was like, I was like, I don't care. Oh, just like 937,000. Okay. No, incredible. <laughs> like it is incredible what he has built, but I'm just like. I don't care. I was like, we got to get like, our people need to hear him. Like more people need to hear him. I'm sure plenty of people hear him and he probably doesn't need the help of our podcast, but I don't. But not probably not like the people in our realm right. because he talked, right? Like newer entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or people in the real estate space, like they don't hear from Chris Doe yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but so when it came to like make that ask or even just ask for a picture at at the end of the event, I got really nervous. I got like, I was like, I can't waste his time. I don't want to. Y'all, I have to tell you the truth here. Kat has a major brand crush. That's what's happening. (laughs) Yes, she does. That's what's happening. It's fine. You could have a brand Brand crushes are real. But (laughs) here's what I love about, again, in-person events, live energy, also having partners and friends that push you because the moment I like spoke those words, Candace is like, oh, so we're making this happen. And I'm like, no, 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 just kidding. She's like, no, 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 you, you already spoke those. No, no, no. We're doing yeah, this. She said it before she knew how many followers he had. So we weren't going to let that, uh, that deter and us. Kind of like, you know, ignorance is bliss. Like just make the ass, right. just do the damn thing. It's really not that hard. And Everyone's scary. just a human. All just Everyone's just a human. Yes. And he was a lovely human along with all of the other speakers we had. I mean, Candice, for you, we talked about Jesse a little bit and Chris. Who else like 
stood out to you? I mean, obviously, Ed Milet. I mean, because he's just like, look, this is the second year I've heard Ed Milet Mm -hmm. speak. And if y'all don't listen to his podcast, check out his podcast. It's amazing. And I cried two years in a row every time he spoke. was just like, oh, I couldn't. An incredible journey that he's had as a as an entrepreneur, as a dad, as a son, Mm -hmm. as, you know, all all of those things, as a brother, he shares not just about business, but also about how, you know, his journey has set him up to be able to care for his family in a way that's just so beautiful. And like, I want to be able to care for my family in that way. Like, I want people to feel well taken care Mm -hmm. of. And so it's just really, really inspiring. So definitely go over and check out Ed Milet's podcast. But obviously, after you finish listening to this. I The thing that I loved most about him, and for those of you guys who may not be familiar and you're like maybe looking him up on Instagram as you're listening to this or looking up his podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I will say, do not judge a book by its cover with Ed Milet because, and I'm sharing my perspective. When I first heard of him and looked him up, I was like, it's like, who is this guy? He looks like he's a very large man. His neck is like the size of my thigh. Like he just, he looks (laughs) like he could train for like Mr. Olympia. But let me tell you the most humble, like vulnerable, Mm -hmm. incredible, empathetic speaker that will only raise his voice just to like shake your soul for your own good. Like it just, yeah. and he was sharing this story about how he had amassed all of this fortune and this fame, but he was just feeling lost and his family member of his got rocked with this really like tragic news and he was just completely lost. And then he didn't even realize that his business ventures and where he happened to live and his connections connected him to the one person that could help this family member. He was like, holy shit, this was the reason. He's like, it wasn't the money. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. It was so I could meet this person so this person could help my family member. And yeah. I was like... Yeah, such an incredible story. And last year, I literally was listening to him speak and I bought his book while he was on stage. Yes! Just went on Amazon and bought we his did. book because... Yeah, he's just really, really awesome. So many incredible people that we had the opportunity to see. I was actually on a call yesterday with one of my clients who said, Candice, I saw on Instagram or somewhere that you said you were going to forward. So I looked it up and I bought a ticket. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what to expect, but I was like, Candace is going and she's cool people. Yes. I bet you she's going to something cool. So she showed up and she, she said literally the day before I was like, what did I sign up for? What is this? Like, is this even for me? I know the marketing is very like, right. Rah. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and she's like, she's a realtor, Leslie. She's a realtor in Henderson, which is near Las mm-hmm. Vegas, very close to Las Vegas. She's she's crushing it. She's doing great out there. But she's feeling like she wanted, you know, a new perspective, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Like she's been in the business for a while. And so after the event, she said, I felt so inspired, so motivated. I realized that I was like in a real estate Las Vegas bubble. Mm. And being at Forward kind of opened her eyes to what people are doing in this in the real estate space, but outside of the traditional real estate Mm. tactics that, you know, she probably started in, because I don't know how long she's been an agent, but I want to say at least at minimum 10 years, probably 20. Mm. Um, So a long time and things have changed in the way that she's marketing. She's kind of like on the cutting edge of trying new marketing stuff in her brokerage, but she needs to be surrounded by a community of people who've been doing it for a while so she can continuously learn from, right? 
So that's an amazing thing. If you are not outside of your local bubble, figuring out a way to connect with people who are interested in the same things that you're interested in more globally Mm -hmm. is really what I would encourage you to do. And like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, something that you can continuously go to. So you're building that community, you're building that network. Yeah, that momentum. And and with that specific community, I think is really, really important as well. And that was another takeaway that I had. So obviously, like, The event has taken place in Vegas the last two years. It was in San Diego the first year. So largely West Coast, which I love because I always like love Krista, like getting to see Krista's um, a realtor in the South Bay area, right? So shout out to Krista. No, no, no. She's in, oh wait, is she? She's in Silicon Valley. Oh, she's in Silicon Valley? Oh, I thought it was Santa Clara. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Silicon Valley, not South Bay, but SF Bay area in general. And it's just really nice because that's where I grew up. Like I was born in the city and then I grew up in East Bay. So like being able to see my California peeps and be able to be around them. It's just like, it felt like home in that way, which is really nice. And Mm -hmm. I think last year I was still living in Miami at the time. I moved to DC a few months later. Actually, I moved to DC the month we launched our podcast. Talk about like leverage and being busy. But I think this year, my impression was that I saw more people from the East Coast there and from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I, definitely I, I definitely, like like Brittany and Theoni and Grace, who we went and had lunch with at Viva, like they're all from the DMV area. So actually, that reminds me, I need to follow up with them and like book, book some <laughs> coffee time with them. But yeah, it's just great to see like as our mindset has expanded and everything and how the event too is like really reflecting that growth. It's exciting. I also am thinking about and have started to, like I have a lunch date next Friday. I met some people, not met them. When I moved to San Diego, you know that I always tell you that I don't have any friends here yet. Just me in spirit. Um, Yeah. Just, yeah, just you, you know, virtually. Um, But all my friends are virtual now. I don't have any friends in real life. (laughs) But when I went to... This sounds like an episode of Black Mirror. Like I, (laughs) maybe we should write into those producers. Maybe. So when I was at Ford, I was reminded of my clubhouse friend, Mel, who runs an amazing team here in San Diego. Yes, Mel knows. Follow her on Instagram. Yep. She was like, Candice, what? You live in San Diego now? What? How come we haven't hung out? And, And so I reached out to her and I was like, hey, how about that lunch date? And so we're having a lunch date next week. But things like that can make a big difference in your life and your business when you feel connected to people who are like-minded, who are interested in the same things. And as an adult, sometimes it's hard to make new friends, right? Yeah. Events like this are a great opportunity to do that. Make it It easier. Yeah, just make it easy. Because if it's not easy, I'm just like, "Mm, smarter, not harder at this point. (laughs) Absolutely. So following up with people that you see at events, that you meet at events Mm -hmm. is key. And I'm I'm doing that all in the DMs all this week. Oh, yeah. Same. That is an intention I set. I'll probably do it when I'm on the plane tomorrow because I'm going to be visiting another virtual friend who doesn't live in my city. She's in Milwaukee. Shout out (laughs) to Aletha. Um, We're going to have a girls weekend. But yeah, the one thing too, actually for event follow-ups, because I think for me, it was really overwhelming to do that last year. I've gotten a lot better and like just relentless in my follow-up since, but I have been using ChatGPT to help me craft personalized like quick follow-ups either via email or via DM when I have like 50 people to follow up with. Like the forward ones, like there's a short list of like lovely people that I met that I'm going to craft it all myself, but it's nice now. For like those new people that you're bringing into your world. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 
I like, I'm not, I don't have a level of comfort with them. Like the ones that I reconnected with were just fantastic. And obviously we're going to book time, but the newer folks too, it just saves you time and being able to like pull some information you can reference and just being more efficient, you know, like I don't want to outsource my follow-ups ever to like my team members, but that, that I still want to keep for myself, but you know, using AI to help flesh it out a little bit. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking about those things too, like anything that I can automate. Mm -hmm. Obviously I'm not like outsourcing relationships because that's not possible, but anything that I can make easier, I'm working on making easier Mm -hmm. and we'll be sharing tips about that because I think that's something that Kat and I are both thinking about in the next probably, you know, rest of this year really is thinking about how we can continuously make things easier so we can still enjoy our lives and run businesses that support people and help humans. That's the vibe. All right. So if you enjoyed listening to this podcast today, please leave us a five-star review. It really helps. And we truly appreciate your kind words. Share the podcast with a friend and we will see you next week with a mini episode. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio and head to www.notnicecover.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.